These three guys bleed New Jersey Devils hockey. It's Dan, Chris, and Bobby, the Uncle Puckers. See, Bob, we threw you in the intro. You got to be a little happy about that. What? No, you don't have to be, but yeah. you know, it, 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 you're, you're part of the, you're an Uncle Pucker now. There's nothing you can do about it. So, so guys, yeah, it is. Um, but you, you'll do a good job. If not, we got Tony. So, you know, whatever. Um, we got our, our special guest, uh, tonight, uh, lead singer of yeah. generic Christ, Lithuania's own Anthony Anderson. What's up, Tony? What's up guys? How you doing? Awesome <laughs> Biggest devil fan you will ever meet in your life. Um, Five foot six. old friend. Yeah. Yeah. Just one of the medium height <laughs> devil fan, you know, but Guys, we talked a little bit in the last show about, uh, you know, well, well, before I think it was Monday's show about what to expect with the coming week with Montreal, L.A. and uh, Philadelphia. And we all said they should get, you know, six out of six points here. Shit the bet against Montreal. Uh, great comeback victory against um, L.A. And then just finishing up, you know, a few minutes ago. Holy shit. Like, where did this seven nothing, uh, you know, outpouring of offense come from here what an amazing game against the flyers uh thoughts guys go suck it flyers see you can follow us tonight yeah yeah right you know and i tell you everybody came through tonight i mean there's really nothing you could this was a a complete game yeah Yeah, bastion Bastion. and that that pass that hughes pass to brat was just ridiculous i mean come on man do you guys feel and, like, as you know, as that you guys we've been watching the Devils forever? Don't you feel like Jack Hughes is the best player? I mean, I, I've never seen the Devils have to this caliber. This guy's our star. Like he's our dude that we finally have. I mean, we've had guys obviously, like, you know, like Kovalchuk and stuff. I'm talking about it's our dude. I feel like never yeah. had a homegrown talent with that kind of uh, offensive prowess. I mean, this guy is going to be one of the best to ever play the game. I think if he keeps at this track, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. He's a star. You know, I and you brought up going to games. I do have a huge pet peeve about Devil fans. Uh, and I, I know I must have bitched about this to you guys before. But, okay, so when you're at the games, and I haven't been to a game in, you know, a while now. Um, but 
and I hear it all the time when I'm watching the games, and I remember it. I mean, we're going back 20-something years. They always did this. So the guy, some asshole or some dude, I shouldn't call him an asshole. I don't know him. He's probably a very nice person. But he starts the whistle, you know, the do, 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 do. And then at the end, what does everybody yell? Yeah, I don't like that. I totally agree. Yeah. They all yell, Rangers suck. Yeah. And it makes me so angry. Like, if we're playing the Rangers, fine. But they do it if we're playing the fucking Ducks or we're playing it. They do it yeah. for every game. Dude, if I was a Ranger fan, I would just have a huge smile on my face. Yeah, like, man, space, we just, you know. yeah, we yeah. live rent-free in there. And and you guys, and like, we've won three Stanley Cups since they've won one. And we're still, like, we're that like got to just, you know, get that uh, uh, appreciation from our big brother type of thing. Like it makes me so angry. Yeah. Do the chant, but do it for the fucking team that's there. Yeah. yeah. No. I don't know. That's just one of my personal little gripes. I no, hate I noticed that even when like, you know, reading stuff, whenever you see the con, it's no matter what happens, it's always goes back to the Rangers, no matter what the conversation is always. And I hate yep. the Rangers, of course, you know, I mean, right. I watched the cap. It was hard to root for the Capitals tonight, but I watched that game earlier and it was nice to see. The yeah, Rangers I did too. Teams. You know, I and mean, they lost bad. I yeah, mean, that, like, no, it's real bad. Yeah, you know, uh, even a week or so ago, and you know, the last two months, the Rangers have been playing amazing hockey. I mean, they've team. been playing, and, yeah, and they've been playing physical, and they're scoring a ton of goals. And you know, they've lost now four in a row. They're yeah, gonna well, get Kane. Sturkin looks like he's cracking. It's just Sturkin yeah. looks, does not look like himself. He's been amazing for better part of two years amazing but the last couple of games he looks like a head case which is really he does. interesting and you know i'm what and, and tony i don't know did you watch the um the the ranger game with like out of the abc feed oh yeah. no i watch like- uh, it's I, that's the thing is when i stream them i can usually get the devil's feeds but sometimes i get the espn i kind of give what only get what they give me and sometimes your streams aren't as strong but one of them sometimes the away stream is stronger which sucks but you go with the away stream because we gotcha no because the guys that were calling the Ranger game, and they had mentioned a, a couple of times like that this team, with all this Patrick Kane talk, you know, they just can't get their head right. Like, dude, we've been talking about That's Timo Meyer coming coming to this team for a month and a half, two months now. It's just this Patrick Kane thing's happened like two weeks now. This yeah. team's that much of a head case that you can't even discuss disrupting this lineup, and they completely fall apart. If anything, it's made the trade talks made Mercer play that much better. If it had any effect at all, yeah, I, I, if, dude, maybe he's uh, playing like out of his head because he's like, no, don't trade me, motherfuckers. I hope that's the case. Yeah, and, yeah I, you know, I listened and to I you guys he, last show, and I, I have to agree, man. I don't want to see Mercer go. Like, yeah, it's. But what would you do though if you had to to get Meyer? It's such a tough. You call. know, though, I don't know, man, because as I watch the hockey smarts of that Mercer, is just like. I know. I feel like you'll live to regret getting rid of him. Yeah, at I some agree. point you will regret it. Um, and like as well as this team's playing right now, like, do you really want to upset the chemistry that deeply to get Meyer? You know, I don't even know. It's that's a tough call. The other thing too is with the prospect pool that this team has, with uh, you know the draft capital that this team has. Come on, if Tom Fitzgerald is that good, make the deal without Dawson Mercer. Yeah. You know, you can give a boatload to San Jose that they will be better than what any other team in the Meyer running uh, could possibly give them. And it doesn't have to include Dawson Mercer. Right. right. Now, you want to give somebody on this team, I mean, take Severson and, you know, uh, Sharon Govich. Yeah. Take those two. Take Govich, Holt and take a first round. He's inconsistent. I like Sharon Govich, but, you know, he goes to, 
you know, goes through spells, of course, but. Yeah, I like him too, but I, and I'm not going to lose sleep over him being gone in a trade for Meyer. No. The way with like with Mercer, I feel like you'll never, you're never going to feel comfortable with that because he's going to have a good career ahead of him wherever, no matter where he's at. He's only going to get better hey, and better. Yeah, yeah. You you can't you can't really replace uh, Dawson Mercer. And I think if you take Sharon Govich out of the lineup, if you you know he's part of that trade, and and Meyer comes here, I mean between Bastion, Boquist, and Zetterland, you're not going to miss any production. No. You know, I mean, so, you know, I think Tom Fitzgerald should be able to make this deal without Dawson Mercer. Um, So, you know, we got less than a week to go. And you guys brought it up last show, too. Like, we don't know if Brad's coming back. I know Bobby was saying, too. You don't know if he wants to even. It's something weird with getting him to sign this contract. And this was the same thing. Look up, you know, it's just the way it goes with him. I don't understand. It's the agent, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. And you know what's weird? Like, you know, he's got. Like he has like a, a a good life here right now. Like his girlfriend is from Jersey. I know her. Um, you know they've been together for a long time. Uh, he just seems really happy with like everything except playing for this team. Yeah. So it's like you know I, I'm again. I mean, what's Brat worth? You know, I mean six to seven million dollars. Like you know, and he's getting five and a half now. Are we really I mean, is he asking for some astronomical amount? Does he want to be paid eight, nine, ten ten million a year? I don't know. I but can't like, imagine he's serious with that. I don't know where he's gonna get that from. I mean that's nowhere. That seems like uh, you know, twenty plus goal scorer numbers. And uh he's hasn't been that. You know, and he's smoking the same shit Danny Dimes is smoking, huh, Tony? He wants forty five million over here, and in, 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 for the Giants, like you know. I had to, I had to just send that one to Tony. He's the only other person here that knows anything about football. So, Dude, yeah. Raiders <laughs> every year. <laughs> I think about you all the time, and you know, I, I, I it's like even this year, I was my my boss is a, a Raider fan too, and uh, you know, like just just in one word, like Josh McDaniel. <sighs> Right? I mean, he's we not are, a good head coach. We are the Jersey Shore of the NFL. Our, <laughs> you know, we are that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. It's, uh, I can't I can't complain. You know, my team is, you know. I thought about you, obviously, in that round right away. Uh, that was so fucking brutal. Speaking of Danny Dimes. But I don't know, man. So, you know, Tony, what do you think about Timo Meyer coming to this team with the team – as is, okay? Like, we're not losing Mercer. You know, this lineup stays the same. How much better does this uh, team get with Timo Meyer? A lot better, but I the problem, I think, is that, dude, Boston is so damn good. The Rangers, I believe, have really – I mean, I know they're – you know, right now they've had some struggles, but the Rangers, right. the Rangers are good, man. Uh, the goalie for Boston scored a goal tonight. I don't know if you guys saw that. I just got a message. Omar did score? <laughs> he had a goal at the end of the game, yeah. Um shit. You know, the, I, you know, I think the Devils, it's not unheard of that the Devils could win the Cup this year, obviously. You know, we, you get a run. That's the whole thing. You have to get the run. The problem is, is those day, like I said, the Bruins and Rangers are tough. Um, you just, you know, I mean. I mean, I just think how much, like you watched the game tonight. I mean, this was dominant start to finish. And and can we just put Blackwood to bed now? I mean, everyone, we just got our shutout from Makira Smead. And he yeah. made a couple and of good ones in there, too. Yeah. I mean, I know he didn't get a huge workload, but, you no, know. Early on in the game, when it was close, he had some good ones, you know. 
you know, it, it, this team, when Mackenzie Blackwood's in there, they just don't play the way they play with Vanacek. And Akira Schmid, they play exactly the same way. They've just, they just they were solid. They were responsible defensively. They were winning some board battles. And I know it's a depleted, crappy flyer team. Torch looked but, happy, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I love I love watching him. Um, you know, it's a crappy team. and But at the same time, you know, Montreal came into your building and kicked the shit out of you on Monday. So, you know, it's a professional hockey team. These guys are all getting paid to do this for a living. They're not just going to, you know, roll over. But, yeah. you know, Bobby, what about any thoughts from you about tonight's game? Yeah, I forgot we got to talk about that. Sorry. Do the radio feed. It was great listening to Chico tonight. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's true. McLeod stepped it up a little bit, gave a little. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, the fight he had, he threw some fists, and yeah, I, I like McLeod. Yeah. You know, he he's a, he's a, a solid guy, a guy that you you need uh, to make a playoff, a, a big run in the playoffs. You need those character guys that are going to do your dirty work, um, and you know. He's done it. He's been under the radar for the last two seasons. One of the best face-off guys in the NHL. I really like McLeod. Um, you know, the 2003 uh, Cup winning. I wonder how much that whole celebration and everything tonight had to do with their fire. You know, like, we can't go out there and shit the bed in front of these guys. You know, these guys are, you know, these, these are guys that just, you know, they won a cup. Yeah. This is, you know, celebrating 20 years. Um you know, I'm curious how much that had to do with it. But, man, the whole team just played outstanding. Even Damon Severson. I texted you earlier, Dan. Yeah. It's my wife's favorite player. The team <laughs> Are you kidding me? I swear, uh, dude. Because, I, I, you know, we watch the games and I kind of talk some shit sometimes just joking around with her. But that's just, I, I think it's, a, you know, my wife likes hockey players based on, I think, uh, the looks, <laughs> you know. Okay, that's fair enough. I believe so. I think that's kind of how what goes in that range, you know. I just, I'm, I'm kind of, I've seen enough. I'm over them, you know, I, I just, the mistakes uh, they've oh, yeah. got. And, you know, the last game, you know, against uh, the Kings and they were talking about Tommy Albeline. He was in the stands and Danico was talking and he said, yeah. uh, you know, a guy like Tommy Albeline is just a steady, good skating defenseman. You don't win Stanley cups without guys like that. And yeah, I kept thinking, yeah. And I kept thinking like, you're not a guy like Severson. He's going to be a liability in the playoffs, you know, and, and, Absolutely. you know, other than maybe 
Yeah, other than maybe Siegenthaler, we don't have that, you know, good, solid, stay-at-home defenseman, you know. I mean, well, Marino, too. I can't forget about Marino. He's played outstanding. Definitely Marino. Yeah. Um, what do you yeah. guys think about one thing I really worry about? And I don't know if it's because, you know, we all we all watch a different era. It's different now than back when in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I hate not having a tough guy. At least one, man. Because when we play the Rangers, and the Rangers now, they're hitting. That's one thing about them. They are – they're, they're putting some hits on some people, and you guys saw it a couple weeks ago or two weeks ago. When Jack Hughes is not on that ice, it looks different. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I know it, people don't like gears. I know some of the guys, they haven't liked the enforcers, but you need an Ottawa sometimes. You need these guys, man, to like, you know. Yeah, and, and you're right. Sure. And, you know, when you play the bigger teams, the Bostons, the Carolinas, you know, when you have a playoff series against those big physical teams, they with a team like the Devils, if you don't have anybody that can even that out a little bit, I worry how much is that going to wear you down through a seven-game series. And the playoffs, man, yeah. they hit. Playoffs is Yeah, and, and that's the thing. This team, um, you know, it can go so, you know, so swing – Either way, like this team is so, you know, they, they know they're so ignorant to the playoffs. They have no idea what to expect. And the game, like we all know, changes so much. Um, you know, are they going to be like, you know, is it going to be a little shell shock for these guys for, you know, uh, uh, the first time in and like, holy shit. And they're not prepared for it. That kind of worries me. You guys remember when Tampa was two years, three years ago now, I think when they got swept by the Blue Jackets. Yeah. You know, after that, they won they won two cups, but that yep. they were a heavy favorite. They had everything flowing that year, but for some reason, when they got to that playoffs, I don't know if it was they just shit the bed, you know. And it happens every year. Yeah, every, every year it happens. Toughness, I think a little bit. Yeah, and every year it happens in the playoffs. A team that is supposed to win, they go and they they lose, mm-hmm. and they you know it just it happens every year. I hope it's not the case with the Devils this year. Um, I do have one major concern with this team going into the playoffs. The lack of ability to play a full 60 minutes like that's gonna you these guys and they're just sleepwalking through first period sometimes and more times than not and that makes me a little nervous because if you make it to a a conference final or a second round well probably a conference final and you are facing boston and you're sleepwalking in that first period they're gonna put four behind you you know and now you know good luck with that so that's one thing that really makes me a little bit nervous. And what do you guys think is the reason for that? Like, why is it that this team doesn't wake up until the second period? I feel like they have kind of overconfidence in their ability to come back and tie and score because it just happens mm-hmm. all the time. And I, I think you made a good point earlier when you guys said that three on three is not going to happen and it's going to hurt because they're counting on, you know, tying these games after lackluster performances some nights. And then they do. And three on three, there's such a huge advantage. They just, they don't even feel like they're ever going to get to a shootout. You know, if they do, they'll probably win that too. Uh, But neither of those things are going to happen in the playoffs. So if you want to play from behind, you talk about getting ground down, you know, in a seven game series, that's a great way to do it. Play, play this, have this team play a couple overtimes and maybe like lose in like a second overtime. Their whole world is going to go, you know, they're just going to be blown up because that's not how they've played. They've played, you know, to get in there under the wire and score that last goal. And that's, you know, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just that's their biggest weakness, I think, is relying too much on playing catch-up because they have this goal-scoring ability. The old Devils wouldn't have done that. They their, their, their thing was we don't need to play from behind. We just don't let anyone score. 
You know, we don't care if our one nothing win comes in the third period, but we can't right. give up a goal. They'll give up a couple goals and they'll be like, well, we can catch up and we've seen him do it, but I don't think it's a great postseason strategy and that might hurt them. Bobby, what do you think? I think so. I think that the first, I, what I worry about is actually the first game of that series because I think there's going to be some hitting. And I don't know if it's going to, I don't think, like I said before, I don't think our team is physical enough. I don't think it's going to be us doing all the hitting. I think it's going to take, you know, um, a little bit of, because the, uh, they're going to be tough, those, man. Uh, you know, I just, I've been it is watching that be roster. a really tough series. Yep. Yeah. The good thing that I think is the Devils have success against us. Uh, it's hard to even say his name, Shesterkin. You know, we've had success against him, we can score against him. Um, you know, so I mean, but they're also most likely looking like they're going to get Patrick Kane too. Yeah. They held um, him out tonight. He, I heard, uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty much he, done. You know. And you know, Well, he's definitely not the same Patrick Kane no. that he was years ago. He's going to get power I, play time. I don't want to penalty yes. kill against him. That's where he's going to hurt you the most, I think. And I think it definitely helps their special teams, which the Rangers' power play has always been, you know, dominant. And, uh, you know, now you're adding that guy on. The thing, you know, this team, the Rangers, you know, make it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, but – to be honest with you, they probably shouldn't have beaten Pittsburgh, yeah. uh, you know, and, and maybe if, if Crosby isn't out for those two or three games, they don't. But now you add a, another veteran between Tarasenko, Kane. They've won, what, four cups between them. Uh, you know, I do think that the addition of Tarasenko didn't move the needle too much. I think an addition of only Patrick Kane doesn't move the needle too much. I think adding both those guys does. And, uh, you know, I, I'm Fox still not sold that. on – what's that? With Fox and all those dudes. I mean, it's, Right. Yeah. Like, they, they are a loaded team. And, you know, we're definitely going to go deep into, uh, you know, talking about it when the, before the playoffs start because we're, we're going to do all our brackets and picks and all that. But that might be the toughest series to pick. I mean, the, this – because, just again, because we said it the last show, 
we have no idea what to expect from the Devils. Yeah. You know? Uh, they're the biggest unknown in the playoffs in either conference. You know, they are the biggest, like, X factor in the NHL this playoff year. Definitely. Nobody's seen them in playoffs for a long time. Nobody's right. seen this team together. Everybody else in the playoffs has pretty much had some kind of history to go on. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I could see anything happening with them. I could see them go out in the first round, and I could see them win it all. I could see ways in which this would happen. You know, I think we talked about it. I think most likely uh, we're talking about maybe two rounds one in, in a conference final. Like, that's what the odds would tell you based on, you know, how often a, a team comes out of nowhere and wins it all. Not very often. But I don't know. I think the, all these uh, all these uh, odds are pretty close. You know, anything could happen with this team. Definitely. Yeah. Who do you guys think is going to take those last two wildcard spots in the East? Well, you know, right now you got the Islanders are sitting at 67 points. The Penguins are sitting on 65 points. This is a weird thing about the Penguins. They have like three or four games on hand on pretty much everybody. So they're sitting at 65 with, it looks like, four games in hand over the Islanders. Capitals are at 64. Um, You have the Sabres are at 64. And the Red Wings are at 64. And the Panthers are at 64. That is tighter than, uh, yeah, yeah, that's tight. That is crazy tight. Um, so like, what do we got? Like six, six way log jam for those two spots. Is that what we're going with? Exactly. Wow. You got a six game log jam separates all six teams are separated by a total of three points. Wow. That's the Capitals yep. game. And they're scary too. The Capitals when they get in the playoffs. Yes. They when are. they play the way they played today, they are scary. Oh. Um, I agree. And you know, I think, I think we can beat the Penguins. Yeah. Um, uh, the Islanders scare me. Yeah. Yeah, they've been playing well lately too, many Islanders. Yeah, that Bo Horvat move really—I mean, talk about a move that a, a trade that moved the needle. That Bo Horvat one moved the needle. Yeah. Uh, they became a much better team with him. Um, the Red Wings and the Sabers—they're kind of falling to the category of the Devils. Uh, you know, they're very That's young. True. Yeah, and nobody knows what to expect, and you know, they they can maybe do some damage. Yeah, I. I... I don't know. We've played Boston. Oh, we've played um, uh, the Sabres pretty well, Buffalo pretty well. I, I could see us matching up okay with them. Red Wings, we played them all right. I don't know. Florida seems to give us fits sometimes, though. You know? I, you're right. I don't know if I yeah. want the Panthers in there. I mean, just because it, it'd be something new, I'd love to see the Sabres and the Red Wings in. But, you know, uh, I mean... I agree with everything you said, Dan. Washington, Islanders, Florida, those three are kind of the ones that you you don't really want to see in there. Yeah, and I got to say they're probably the most likely. I mean, maybe Pittsburgh a little bit more, which I'm okay with. I'd like to play them. Um, you know, might live to regret it, but I think we match up okay with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I do too. I I, I just I don't like the way that they do the, did the first round now. I don't, I don't like that they do it that way. Um no, I it's just, crazy would, to make two and three play each other. It yeah, really is I, nuts. Why did they change that? Just to have more con- interconference, interdivisional first rounds. I don't know. To me, a, a Devils Rangers, um, you know, Eastern Conference final is a hell of a lot more exciting than the Devils Rangers in the first round. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and who in the West? Like who out of the Western Conference do you think? Because I mean, it's it's clear how dominant the Eastern Conference is. It is the much better conference. Yeah. But who in the West 
do you think can actually give a run to the Boston's Carolina, the devils, if they make it or just who do you like out of those teams? Uh, the yeah. Stars have 72 points, their first place in uh, the Central Division, and the Knights are first place in the Pacific Division with 75 points. Isn't that crazy how so, an expansion we, team, like Knight, Knights are obviously not an expansion team now, but it's just crazy how these teams come in and they successful after a few years, man. Like, look at even uh, the Kraken are a decent yeah. team. You know? And I thought their draft was bad, actually. But then they did the expansion draft, but I was, guess I was wrong. You know, the expansion draft really does help, uh, you know, stick a rocket up these teams' ass. Uh, you know, I mean, they don't have to do like what the Devils did and just, you know, you got you get the bottom of the barrel and you got to build a team through, you know, signing guys off the street. It wasn't even free agency back then. You're basically going to colleges and, you know, trying to, to, to poach guys onto your team there. But, you know, uh, I, I mean, to me, I think the Stars are a very good team. Um the Knights, we play them, I think, Thursday, right? Yeah, one, one day. Yes. This yeah, that's a 10 o'clock game coming up. You know, if the Oilers can figure out how to stop a puck, you know, if they can get themselves a goaltender and anybody on that team that can play defense, there's, you know. Did you see the rumors team. they were interested in Graves, I read? Really? Yeah, yeah. I read that the other day, actually. They had interest in Graves. So I don't know if it's just, you know, it was one of these many devils uh things but i you know i did read that and i was like huh i was wondering about i that. hadn't heard that yeah what do you guys think can... of yeah i mean do you think we can get uh afford to get rid of graves what could we get for him that you'd be okay with i mean yeah that's the thing i have no idea who edmonton you're not gonna uh, get a taylor hall for larson kind of deal from any like you know that that's not happening Mm-hmm. Well, so McDavid for Graves, I'll yeah, take it. I'll take it. I'll throw <laughs> it I don't know. They're going to have to sweeten the pot a little bit more. Yeah, yeah you're right. Give us try saddle yeah, too. <laughs> David had two goals tonight, man. That guy is just. Yeah, and that's why I think like Timo Meyer, he can be Jack Hughes's Leon Drysaddle. Yeah. Like to have those two dudes playing together, I just. I think it completely changes the dynamic of this team. This team can, I think then they can hang with anybody. Um, you know, I think, you know, when you watch, like, tell me what you guys think about this. Like most, I find, I feel like most fans of teams don't really care about, you know, how their team plays defensively or goal, as long as they win, you know? So if you win four to five every night or, you know, whatever, like Edmonton does, you know, uh, and yep. a lot of, you know, these, a lot of their, like, is it just that we're devil fans and we're so ingrained in like defense is so in our DNA with this team that even when we have a team that can outscore almost anybody in the NHL, we still get annoyed and pissed off when they're not playing proper defense. Like, is that just us? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess so. But honestly, I think like this, the smart money is always there with defense and championships, right? Even across other sports, it's almost cliche to say it, but it's true. Um, it's you cliche don't... for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think we we realize that, look, the offense can kind of be middling, you know, could be average. If the defense is tight and the offense is average, you can win. The other way around, you can't win. If, if you have, uh, you know, an average – defense i don't know how far you go into playoffs ever i mean all the t- cup winning teams we've ever seen did they have a bad defense 
I, I can't. I don't think well, so. Well, I mean, I go to Edmonton last year. They had a bad defense. They made it to the Western Conference Final. But to your point, they didn't win, you right. know? Right. So, now, if Colorado gets their shit together and if Cal McCarr gets healthy again, they're another team you got to watch Hard. out for. Yeah. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. Could have had them, too. Yeah. I but think we could have had, I, we had uh, Timu, I think, too, in the draft that year. I think he went after after our pick, I believe. I that was the Heischer year, right? Yeah, I think he went. No, yeah. I think he was. I need to check what year he was drafted, but I believe I think he went seventh that year. And he sure was drafted in what 2016, right? So, so let's take a look at that. Yeah, I'll see teams. So in 2016, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was 17 that he sure was drafted. Wow. Yeah, that's right. It was. What am I talking about? I knew that. Um, yeah, because Nolan Patrick went two. Um, so Kale McCarr went four. So in that year, and I'm checking to see if Timo Meyer was part of that draft or not. No, he was number nine in the 2015 draft in 15. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that was, he went nine and 15. Yes. And Boquist was also drafted in that year. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I really, I love this team. I love everything about it. To me, though, the idea of, of Timo Meyer coming here, I just think it's it. I think it puts the rest of the Eastern Conference on notice. They at least like I, they were showing like all the odds of you know the the main playoff teams. It was Boston, Toronto, Tampa, us, the Rangers, and Col- and uh, Carolina, and we were dead last on the like sportbook odds to win the Eastern Conference. Dead last to win the Stanley Cup. Like we have, there's no. Nobody has any faith in this team, which is fine. You know, who gives a shit? But I think you make a move with a guy, for a guy like Timo Meyer. I think everybody's ears perk up, and they start realizing, like, holy shit, this is – they could be a team to contend with. We kind of have to do something, right, because everyone else is. There's Everybody else got better. You're right, except us right now. You know, what I wonder, though, is, like, is there somebody we're overlooking who could really flesh out this defense a little better? I mean, is that – is there anybody in the market that you would say, okay, let's get somebody who produces at least as much as Severson is not defensively irresponsible? Who could we grab to put in that spot? I mean, I don't even know of anybody out there that is, you know, been talked about much. You could fill that, you know, defensemen get overlooked in these trade uh, trade talks unless they're high-scoring defensemen. And I'm talking about somebody who's going to be a good, solid, and, you know, once in a while contributing defenseman. I feel like in some ways, that might take them in the playoffs as deep as an addition like Meyer could. You know, uh, yeah. Well, tell me what the upside is of Severson first. I mean, I. He can't. Right. And, and, and those are the things that are going to kill you in the playoffs. You yeah, know, right you now just... he's, he's a plus one. So good, good for him. And he's that might be the got worst. out of negative territory for one. Is that the worst plus minus on the team? Um, no, believe it or not, we do have a couple other um, 
Minus we have some negatives? Yeah, we got Sharon Govich is a minus three. Uh, Wood, minus two. Uh, and Kevin Ball, minus two. He might have improved. <coughs> he did get what an a, assist. Uh, who's so. the, the leader in the plus minus? Uh, I think it's Tatar. Uh, yeah, Tatar by a landslide. He's got 33, uh, plus 33. Uh, Graves actually not far behind with 31. And those two are, you know, followed up by uh, Keishir with 25. So, like, yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Who do you think will be, because, we, we, you know, we say it all the time, you know, who's going to be the guy that comes out of nowhere? Who's going to be the Claude Lemieux of Tatar. 95? I was just going to say know? Tatar, man, actually. You, you think so? I think he might score some clutch goals. and I mean, it's something about, you know, I don't know. I mean. That would be great. He, or Palat, you know. Palat, he's yeah. he's had amazing playoff. I didn't realize this, and they were saying it in the radio broadcast. He had 11 goals his first playoff run with the uh, with the Lightning. Lightning. He had yeah. two uh, in the subsequent one where they lost, and he had 11 goals his last playoff run. That's pretty good. Twenty. I saw him play a lot in Tampa. Playoff a runs. lot. He's a hell of a player, man. Yeah, like right now in New Jersey, we haven't seen it that much. We loved the addition to him before he got hurt, and he came back. He didn't really come back and light it up yet. But um, I know he can, and he has done it very recently, and he's done it when, when it counted in the playoffs. Um, so if, if he does, like, wake up in the playoffs, it would be huge, huge addition because he hasn't done that yet, and look how well they've done. Yeah. Now, Tony, I mean, you li- used to live down there, so you, you probably have more of a pulse on the lightning than any of us, but that was kind of his whole thing, right? Like, it was Pilato get you mid- middling numbers in the regular season, but he's a playoff He's guy. an underrated player, too, because I got that, you know, when you see guys play all the time, like, you know, I went to a lot of those games up there, and uh, he's, a, he's a solid player, man. He's, you know, they had that, that lightning team, and I, I'm not a Lightning fan at all, actually. Living there, just you know, because you're around the fans, you know how it goes. You're a Devils fan. You, come, right. you know, for a couple of years, you get some shit thrown at you. Why are you wearing a Tom Brady jersey? Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and that's another thing. I, of course, I hate Tom Brady. It was a fumble, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fumble. But uh, it's the tuck roll, yeah, goddamn it, Jesus. But yeah, no, it, he, he, you know, that Lightning team too. I'll tell you, they're another team, man. Like I know, like yeah. for some reason, people aren't really talking about them too much right now. But that is a team who is a tough team, man. They get in that playoffs. like They know how yeah. to win in the playoffs. You cannot deny that. They got a lot of guys who just know how to win. Kucherov and Stamco is tough. You yeah, know who's about talking about? You know, he's like still yeah. the best goalie in the world. I don't care. You know, Shesterkin had a great year. I'll take Vasilevsky. Is he, is he he's, not he's the, the best, best besides Brodeur? You are, I mean, he's – I mean, Vasilevsky I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, he might be the best ever played next to Brodeur. I'm trying to think of somebody else who – We saw Hasek playing all those. I still think Vasilevsky's like – I mean, he's such a one of a kind. I, I, it's got to be Vasilevsky. He's the only one I think that you can even put like comparable to Brodeur. Yeah. You know, they just – they win championships. They uh, are just – especially come playoff time. Like Vasilevsky is a different goalie in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, they're really scary. But you know who is talking a lot about the Lightning is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Because they're right now, what is it, like, you know, however many years they can't get out of a first round. And they're going to freaking draw the Lightning again yeah, in the yeah. first round. Like, if, if I'm a Maple Leaf fan, I'm just seriously ready to throw myself off Niagara Falls in a barrel. It's like being you know, a Yankee they, fan and getting the Astros in the playoffs the last couple of years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, you just you don't want to draw the Lightning. And Toronto's got to do it again. But I, I, anything anybody want to add to that? Because I do have one question for you guys. No, go ahead. Shoot. No. Your opinion 
the best American goaltender ever. I know I'm putting you all on the spot. Yeah. But it was just American goaltender. Because they were talking a lot during one of the broadcasts about um, uh, Connor Hollibuck, you know, and so I started thinking, where would he rank, you know, the best American goalies? So then I thought about it, and to me, I think it's Mike Richter. Uh, And it does pain me to say that, but I do think it's Mike Richter. Yeah. I actually thought of him just because of 94, you know? Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, and that's the only cup that I think Richter won, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what the thing is? Like, Richter didn't seem like he fit on those teams. Like, Richter just always seemed like a good dude, like, just a nice guy. You know, you you didn't, it was hard to hate Mike Richter. You know, he was not a showboating asshole. Right. That Messier was. Exactly. (laughs) Dude, so during the um, Ranger game, uh, the intermissions were Steve Levy, Messier, and PK. So, you know, PK and Messier are going back and forth. And the, in between the second and third, PK started reading some tweets that were sent out. And, like, one of them was, like, uh, listening to <laughs> Mark Messier talk is like listening to a quantum physics professor. And then all of a sudden you're getting like the failing student from PK Subban, like that kind of thing. Like they were bashing Subban and he was reading it and he just, he, he was, you know, of course playing around, but he's like, I, you know what you Ranger fans, you better pray. You don't get my devils in the first round. <laughs> he's like, you just better pray. I was it's a, never do we have that kind of love coming from any of the national networks. And thank goodness PK is there. I love him. Thank God he's PK, there. Not, Mike Rupp. not on the ice still. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Seriously. Okay. Now, did you say Rupper does too? Yeah, yes. Rupper Rupp, is. He's, he's always mentioned in the Devils and how, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, they, they have to. I mean, they, they have to, right? There, there's no way we're not getting them. I have the Twitter on my phone and all night it goes off. And I'm always like, my wife wants to kill me because I'm always like, I gotta check this, you know. See, yeah, I, every I time my ESPN on there, every time ESPN notifies me, that's all I think about. Like yeah. I'm just waiting to see it, you know. But they have to, you know. They're just, I can't see them not doing it. Not after all this, you know. I, I just, I can't see it. I had to check because I was trying to remember if he was American. But back to your American goaltender, yeah, you might have to put Jonathan Quick up there. Oh uh, shit! I mean, he's, Good call. You know, yeah. with LA, what did he get? The how many? What do we got? What? How many cups with him? Two, two. So he beats Richter on that front, and uh, yeah. in some ways, more of a dynamic goalie. I just love the way Richter played. He was fun, but he's from a different era, you know. And I don't know. Yeah, you might have to pick quick if you're just gonna, especially if you go by the numbers. I don't know. That's actually a really. Yeah, that's a good good poll. I wasn't thinking at all about quick. And I think by the time his career's over, Hellebuck might have something there. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I like Hellebuck a lot. Now, Craig Anderson, he's still over there playing with the Sabres, right? Yeah, not sure. I think so. I think he's he's still with them. And uh, he's American, too, so he's got time to do something. But I wouldn't put him up there yet. Richter won gold, too, didn't he? 90, what was it the 96 team? That's true. It was Good him point. and Jim and Jim Carrey. Remember him? Yes. Yeah, sure. He's Washington. Yeah. He was on the back of the yeah. 
<laughs> he was. I don't know if I can think of a goaltender that had such a huge fall from grace. Like I don't can't think of anybody that dropped off that badly. Not fall from grace, but I saw Kincaid got moved again today. He went from the Boston traded him this after. Oh, Who the hell did they trade him to? He, uh, he didn't go back to the Rangers, did he? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they did, they just traded him this evening. I just I can't remember where they traded him to. You guys noticed this year? One thing I was thinking about the other night is. You oh, know, that's one thing the devil sucked at was shootouts, right? What have we not right. had to deal with this year that much is shootouts. Know. Right. Because that was a nightmare for the devils. I remember there was – I want to say it was three seasons ago. And they must have lost like 12 shootouts out of like 14. Well, that, that makes sense though because they got guys who, are, who would be so good at the shootout that they're scoring three on three, you know, so they don't make right. it there anymore. I hate the shootout, well, man. I, gotta, I don't know. Actually, uh, what do you guys I, think about that? I hate the shootout. Well, go back and look, read and go back and watch one of our shows. We did an entire show on the overtimes I and yeah, the the hatred. Uh, you know, to play that long and then just have it come down to a skills competition makes yeah. me angry. Uh, put a ten minute three on three. Somebody's going to score. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, that's yeah. my opinion. Five more players are coming out and saying it now. I saw. I think Crosby. Yeah, Hughes game. said it. Yeah, and Hughes said no. it too. Um, and that's how that's when you're going to see some movement from it. You know, then you'll start maybe seeing the NHL start really taking seriously yeah. changing that. Especially because players... some of these some of these shooters are getting goddamn ridiculous with the rules. Like, you know, there is that it's got to have forward motion. They're going right. just to the line of it being forward motion to the where it becomes so stupid to watch a guy basically stopped playing. I'm going to I'm going to throw it behind. you. You know, like it just <laughs> seems very corny, you know, um, I agree. And so, yeah, that's, I think it's got to go. I don't like that. You know, they, once in a while you see a pretty goal or some kind of, I saw some, I think he only did in practice, but um, what's his name? The wizard over in Anaheim, uh, Zegras, right? Yes. Tre- uh, he, uh, Trevor Zegras. Yeah. He, uh, he had some kind of amazing, like they, it was like a practice thing where they're practicing shootouts. He like chips it up, then between the legs, hits it while it's still in the air, like some crazy shit. You got to look it up. And unless you're scoring goals like that, I don't see why it's the least bit interesting. But even still, it's not part of the game. It's like you said, a skills competition has erupted in the middle of this game. Should have changed so much. I mean, all-star game sucks now. I don't know about you guys. I can't even watch that that thing, man. It was lackluster, definitely. We figured out how to fix it, though. We're (laughs) going to incorporate Fear Factor. Remember that old show, Fear Factor? With, With hockey. So, like, instead, like, say you get a penalty, you have a choice. You can either sit in a box or you can eat, you know, 12 cockroaches or do all kinds of – that's how you make the all-star game fun. You incorporate those two things. Be interesting. Um, So, before we get into next week's games – but, no, in all seriousness, fuck the all-star game. It sucks. I don't even even know if I will – tune in next year like i am not remotely interested at all anymore hitting surfboards um, i mean jesus <laughs> yeah, like last year we did cards because it was vegas this year we'll do surfboards you so know, it's in toronto awesome. next year what are they gonna do flag football I, and pro bowl everything is just like this now it's the yeah, it's yeah. but what are they gonna do in toronto what's gonna what are you gonna molson cans break yeah, yeah, bottles actually, of molson yeah. ice <laughs> bats blue or whatever yeah right mm-hmm. Uh, so before we go into the next week's games and talk a little bit about them, Kevin Weeks put um, a tweet out 
says, keep an eye on one. I'm told there's a possibility of a potential stadium series game at MetLife Stadium next season. That could involve New Jersey Devils as one of the teams. That's his tweet. Other than the rain, my question though, other than the Rangers, who do you want to see us play in an outside game at MetLife Stadium? Go. Okay. Even Boston. All right. Boston, that would be very passionate about this. So you're going Boston? I would even go see that, you know. I mean. Okay. I mean, I, I like the Boston thing, Tone, especially like if we meet up with them in the you know Eastern Conference Finals, something like that next year. Um, I just have a I, I want to anytime we can beat Toronto. So I'm going to say Toronto. I want to see Devils yeah. Toronto at MetLife Stadium. That last game was such bullshit. I oh, I know. Game. Yeah. Don't we have when the, the, the officials stepped in there? Yes. The um, yeah, I know. Like if you have that national attention, uh, international attention. Canada's attention uh, in a you know outdoor series game. I wouldn't count on that not happening again, especially yeah, if you're right? frustrated after another first round loss. But yeah, you're right you know, about that. I think that. what you said is probably the best answer to that question, which is, hey, if, if the Devils get a uh, a team next year in the Stadium Series, hopefully it's somebody they played in the playoffs. You know, the, for win or lose, they get a repeated a playoff matchup the previous year. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, you always like to do that. You know. So who would you like to see? Whoever they maybe yeah. played play this year? Okay. Yeah, I, I like whichever, that. Whichever, whether it's, you know, um, yeah, like <laughs> it could be the Rangers. In my mind, I wouldn't be too upset with that. If it was a team that, you know, either we beat or they beat us, repeat that game in the stadium series. That makes it that much more exciting. You know? All right. So coming up, guys, this week um, – do do we have how many games here? I think three, right? Three They're all out off, west. Right? I think now and then. Yeah, two days off. Next game's on Wednesday night, and then we're heading out west. This is a pretty Colorado. tough road trip. Yeah. So yeah, Wednesday night, nine p.m. Eastern time. We're playing in Colorado. Friday night, March third at ten p.m. against Vegas, and then Sunday, March fifth, back. Oh no, they're still on the road. Duh. Uh, at seven p.m. I just saw the time. I thought it was back home. Uh, Phoenix. So those are our three games, Avalanche, Knights, Coyotes. Um, you know, who wants to take it first? I, I think most people will be fine with getting four out of six points there. Whether you – if you too. dropped one to Colorado yeah. or Vegas, you'd be all right with that. You'd realize four out of six on this stretch is not so bad. Um, but, you know, they have the potential to win it all. They have a potential to lose two out of three here Should and hopefully serious. not more than that, you know. Bobby, what do you think? What are you looking for this week? Tone? Yeah, Sam, I'm same here. I'm thinking they pull 
Definitely, I think they could beat Phoenix, obviously, and I think they'll win one of the one of the I mean, one of the other two games. Um, obviously, they can win. The great thing about them is, which you know, they can win all three of them. It's just mm-hmm. we've been good on the road this year. You know, um, I just you know, Colorado. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough. This whole month is pretty tough, actually, from what I was looking at on the schedule for them. Yeah, yeah it's a it's, they they really do have a rough stretch coming up. It's really going to kind of show the metal of this team and you know get them. You know, I think ready for the playoffs, you know, I mean, I, I think I'm going out of this. I'm going to be on the optimistic side. I'm going to say five out of six. Uh, I'm going to say we lose the golden Knights in overtime. Um, so I think we go in, beat the avalanche, beat the coyotes and, you know, get at least a point out of Vegas. Uh, they, I, I'm me personally. I want to see them start playing full 60 minute games. I want to see them come out, play a hard first period and keep it going. The way they played these third periods for this whole season, you know, imagine how good this team would be if they could play every period that way. Uh, and if they want to make a run, you know, they got it. They have to, and they have to start now. So I'm looking that we beat the Avalanche on Friday. We lose to the Golden Knights in overtime, and a lot of that might just be a little bit of, well, is Timo Meyer here? Is he suiting up yet? What's going on? So that whole thing, because he'll be there by Friday. Uh, and then Coyotes, you know, in the 5,000-seat Mullet Arena, Devils say, are going to yeah. win it. Yeah. I want to see a game there. Yes. Yeah, I heard it's like a college environment. I always hear it. Yeah, exactly. Are you punching out, B? Fair enough. Uh, right. I haven't heard of him yet. Is he all right? Is he good? All right, all right Bobby. So uh, Thursday uh, we'll get rolling again, and we'll do this. Uh, we'll talk about the. Yeah, we'll talk about this on Wednesday. If I yeah. gotta change the goddamn intro again, you know, come on, man. Yeah, let's do that. It right. doesn't matter. All right, all right. These so. Four uh, guys. <laughs> we can do it that way, I suppose. Tone, what do you three and a half? Minutes. I don't. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what do you think? Do, can you actually make some of these? At well, five I can make. I was morning? actually thinking about this because I was hoping you guys were going to ask me about this. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I I was thinking I can do like so I can pretty much do every weekend time every weekend game you guys do. I could do some of the weekday games. Um, in in March, we don't always do them on, on day games. Month, so I could do March. So you know. We don't always do them. We usually try and do them a lot of times on days that there aren't games. So let me know. So, like, um, I know, like, when, like Monday we're going to do it. Like, all right, Bobby, be good, brother. I'll talk to you this talk week. Talk to you soon, Bobby. Love you. So, the um, we're probably going to go on, like, if we go on at, like, you know, what time's good for you there? Like, I, you guys, I don't even know. Even if you like, guys did, like, so even if you guys did 7 o'clock your time, if you wanted to do, I could wake up at 2 and do an hour and just go back to, and crash. It's cool. That's awesome. All right. So, all right. That, that'll work. So, uh, you know, anything else you guys want to add tonight? Um, I definitely am looking forward to the next time we get together. I want to find out about the state of hockey in Lithuania because I know nothing about I went to a game today, actually. It was 20 to nothing the score. Yeah. 20, 20 to nothing. nothing. They played Latvia today. Me and my wife took the kids, actually, to Rings by our house. And uh, Kona City is, where, is our team here. They, right. Our team won twenty nothing, dude. I felt so bad for that goalie, man. At That's first, he was crazy. complaining the goalie. He's like, and then after a while, he's like, ah, I suck. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, so they kept them in for they kept them in for all 20 goals no they they took them out after the 12th one and then they other, and then the other but the other backup didn't look too happy about going in <laughs> so how good is your team not that great but like uh we went to a game against another team from Lafayette last week and we and we lost but this this Lafayette team we played today was you know was what? Not, not very good what league is that OHL I believe. Yeah. OHL? Yeah, OHL. Uh, Devils have any uh, prospects out there? No. This but is we your have... new job for this show. You know so, that, right? You are going to yeah, watch our them. European prospects and scout them. But I, I think, I'll tell you what, though. We, so from our area, we have what? We had Casparitis from here. Oh, yeah? yeah? We had um, Zubris. Oh, Zubris yeah, is a hockey guy. Actually, Zubris like, runs everything around. He's like the hockey uh, dude around here. Yeah. So me and my wife went to the Global Series a couple years ago in Sweden. And was actually, we play, yeah, you said we played Edmonton. Devil fans coming it. from here, going. At the really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Maybe awesome. we'll, our podcast will be bigger in Lithuania than it is in the United States. I can't be any smaller. Basketball, <laughs> basketball is That's the number one said. sport here, though. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> basketball, yeah, I believe it. Everyone's Wasn't tall. there some big pro Lithuanian guy that played in the yeah, NBA? Yeah, for Dallas. Uh, Zambonis. Yeah. Or, there's, a, there's a couple of them. Zamboni? They're going to kill me for saying his name wrong here. He was... <laughs> the Zamboni driver Zamboni. from Lithuania. Uh, yeah, you should hear when I try to speak. So I try to learn Lithuanian. I've been learning the language. Yeah, how's that going? You got anything? Well, I think it's doing know? good till I go to the store and I say something. I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am learning now, you know, because my That's kids awesome. are walking around telling me off. I don't even know what the hell they're saying. <laughs> you know. And they speak great. both. They're, they're bilingual. Yeah, kids. yeah. They got That's dual citizenship awesome. right away. So I was very happy about that. You know, Very cool. That's fantastic, man. So that is super, super cool. I can never learn another language. It's hard, hard dude. Our age is my wife English. knows five languages. No shit. Yeah. Wow. She knows Russian, of course, because it was occupied yeah. at one time here. Yeah, sure. sure. You know, I'll have to learn Russian nice. eventually when they come and <laughs> after the Ukraine's done, they're gonna come over to you. We're gonna see you there in some nah, shelled it's, out it's crazy. Jesus. I mean, thank God that his plan is failing, but man, like at first like, I was people, in Florida. My mom yeah, dude people, was like, You're going oh, where? Yeah. And I was like, he's yeah. like oh, I'm going back overseas. And of course when she sees the map on CNN, there's Tony's house. Yeah. Right next yeah. to I'm, I'm mowing the lawn in my devil shirt, like, you know. But, what do the people uh, in Lithuania say? Are they freaked out about? We oh, hate, like, crazy? we're we're very, all these countries, no, because we're NATO, so it's, like, kind yeah, of, so like, you, something happens you, with you us, everyone's good. involved. Yeah, right, right. And we have a lot of, you know, we were occupied here at one time. I wasn't, obviously, uh, but, right. like, it, it, it's weird, man, because we live, if you guys ever get a chance, Google uh, the Ninth Fort in Konis, I can see... Okay. So we live in a really nice development, but I can see from my yard across, I can see this old concentration camp. We had a lot of like, we were, you know, the Nazis, right? It was a whole, it's still actually there. So you could actually see the monuments up top. You know, whenever my friends come here, my family, I take them to it. Cause it's like the tour. I didn't even know they had concentration camps. In yeah, man. We had really wow. like, yeah. Like this area was totally like, we had well, actually the ninth floor by our house was one of the worst ones it was. So they kept wow. it as like a museum. So yeah, dude, it's, I drive so, by it every day, man. That's a slap. It's crazy, you know. Coming from Jersey, I'm driving, and now every day I see the stuff that I read about. I'm like, man, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's nuts. It's reality, man. And they yeah. like they, those those you know those people, and they 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 know reality. Like they their lives are so different from everything that we have ever even known over here. Yeah, um, you know, and it, they're very pro Ukraine over there, right? I'm oh, sure. Yeah, 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 it's everywhere. Yeah. Flags. I mean, we're. We have, I mean, we see tanks. Like, I saw, but I will say that we've always been military active here. Like, I always see some stuff. But now, man, right. I'll be at the gym and I'll be like running on the treadmill and I'll see through the window like 
it's like red, you know, for me, like I said, being from Jersey, I'm just red dawn, right? By, I'm like, it's hard not to let it distract you. You know, you're like, sure. Right. I got Billy Joe on the headphones. I'm like, okay, man. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we saw him together, didn't we? Yes, we did. The old Spectrum. Yeah. You know what else we saw together, which I was telling somebody about? Remember we went to City Gardens to see uh, Biohazard, Sheer Terror, and Sick of yes. It All? Yes. We had a run yes, from the park to that. the venue because the parking lot was so dangerous. Yes, I remember that. Wow. Yeah. John Stewart Dude, was the bartender was there. I didn't realize that until I was watching some documentary. I saw that too. I wonder if he was there that night. I know. I have no. I just remember there was like girls in the pit punching dudes and you know. Yeah, the Biohazard show is getting a little nuts, man. Yeah, I don't know. Anything you want to plug here? Are you playing any gigs out there in Lithuania? I'm just recording, man. I'm actually, I, I actually this room I'm in right now, I've, I've turned into like a studio. So I've been recording. Like I, I do. Obviously, I play in death metal bands and thrash metal bands. So like. I have like four active bands that I do recordings with. So we're doing albums now. And then sometimes I go back and play, you know, we, we play shows sometimes there and stuff, but I used to be really active until now I have kids and I, you know, focus more on like the family, but I still do it. Yeah. You know, I'm always, I was looking for generic Christ on uh, Amazon and I, I couldn't find you. It's on Spotify, Spotify. Uh, all that you can check out. There's also a band I'm called Flesh for Reapers, like a punk band. Oh, really? What is it called? A Flesh generic Reaper. Christ. Oh, Flesh Reaper? Yeah, actually, we did uh, some Poison Idea covers and a bunch of just like a bunch of. Actually, there's a guy in the band. You remember, Dan? You may remember. You remember the Crucifix from the '80s? That no. sounds familiar. Yeah, the bass player we play with him, and the dude from the Murder Junkies plays guitar with us from you know Gigi Allen's old. Like you know we. Yeah, right, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I've been playing. Well, for that was one crazy son of a bitch, <sighs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> I booked the Murder Junkies at Club Venom in St. Pete. Uh, was. God, it was Gigi was dead already. It was Jeff Clayton from Anti Scene singing from him? But I remember yeah. like all these fights started happening, right? And the drummer plays naked, Dino, and he's playing, yep. he's playing. Cops are arresting people, and the dude's just playing naked. I mean, it was just insane. Like it was, you know, the whole. I, I would always love to have seen a Gigi Allen show from afar. Like yeah. I, I don't want Not to be involved to in the shit, shit thrown on yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I want to just be, but just for the whole spectacle of the craziness, I would have loved to have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I saw a video the other day of uh, it was a Gigi Allen show, and actually, you know, no, you know the band No Effects, Dead Kennedy, yeah, yeah, sure, of course. So like, Gigi's doing his thing, you know, he's rolling around, it's shit everywhere, and you can actually see like Fat Mike from No Effects, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they're and they're like Jello from the, the Kennedys, and they're like backing up from the thing. I was like, wow, that's some old school. Like they're like young, you know, yeah. and. and- uh, since we are still recording all this on Gigi Allen shit, we are going to end this podcast. <laughs> so, but stay on tone. So, um, what should we call it? We will hop on uh, on Thursday. So that's after the Colorado Avalanche game. So we will discuss that. We will talk a little bit about the upcoming two games in more detail. So for Bobby, Dan, Tony, Chris, Woody, Uncle Puckers, we'll see you when we see you. Puckers out. It's over, Johnny. It's over!